Welcome to the Fear and Greed Business News Afternoon Report for Thursday, the 31st of August, 2023. I'm Michael Thompson. Every afternoon, we've got the top five stories that happened today that you need to know about. So let's jump straight into story number one. The S&P ASX 200 closed up just slightly, 0.1% today to 7,305 points. It was a bit of a mixed bag over the day. Communication services was the best performing sector, followed by information technology. Energy suffered the biggest falls, followed by consumer staples and industrials. In terms of companies, the best on the board today was Brainchip Holdings, up 6.7%. Lithium miner IGO was up 5.5%, and Harvey Norman, 5.2%, which we'll go into a little bit more detail on shortly. IGO reported solid numbers, including revenue of $1.02 billion, which was up 13% over the year. Net profit up 66% paying its highest ever dividend for FY23. Good news for investors. Coal stocks were trading largely in the red. Sayona Mining fell 12%, followed by Whitehaven Coal down 9.4%. Whitehaven was trading ex-dividend, which accounts for most of the fall. Webjet was down 6.1% after publishing a trading update. A few other interesting results over the day. One of them was PointsBet which reported revenue up 29%, largely driven by the US division. There is a government crackdown on gambling advertising underway at the moment, but the Aussie growth so far was driven by AFL and NRL fans mostly. On to story number two now, Harvey Norman surprised the market with a better than expected annual net profit after tax of almost $540 million. There's a bit of volatility in the results at the moment. And while these were above analyst forecasts, they were down year on year. Operating expenses were up, which was attributed to the year before being unusually low due to COVID restrictions. And there was about a 4% decline in revenue with colder temperatures decreasing demand for outdoor appliances and things like fans. Soft consumer confidence is also affecting the business. Harvey Norman has reduced its dividend, uh, bringing the total about 33% down on last year's. On the positive, the business is on track for its expansion in Malaysia, which is a major growth market. And Chairman Jerry Harvey was pretty upbeat about the outlook. Story number three, a report from the Australian energy market operator reckons that EV charging could add more than 20% to residential electricity consumption by 2033. At the same time, there's pressure on the electricity grid due to the shift away from gas heating, cooking and hot water. So over the next 10 years, the operator has household consumption of electricity likely to jump about 30% overall. This includes new dwellings as the population grows as well and a rise in businesses electrifying their own operations. This is yet another complication for the energy transition. Story number four, IAG is under fire over allegations it promised customers loyalty discounts and instead charged them a loyalty tax. A class action lawsuit has been announced by Slater and Gordon against the insurance firm and in particular home cover issued under its RACV, SGIO and SGIC brands. About a million home insurance policies were sold through these three brands in the five years in question, 2017 to 2022. Many customers who bought cover were told they'd get a loyalty discount, but allegedly internal IAG systems actually limited how much of a discount they'd get. Apparently, they used algorithms to work out who was most likely to renew their policy and increase their premiums, regardless of whether they were long-term customers. Story number five, last one. Almost 100 trustee-directed superannuation funds have failed the Your Future, Your Super performance tests, and one is even closing. As a result, 
APRA, the Australian Prudential Regulation Authority, has found almost one in 10 failed to beat the benchmarks this year. These are benchmarks set by the previous Morrison government. The tests were expanded to cover 805 trustee-directed products in addition to my super funds. One of those that failed was Australian Retirement Trust's QSuper Socially Responsible Fund, which will now close. Funds that fail a benchmark are required to inform members, and if they fail twice, they can't accept new members. That's it for the afternoon report for Thursday, the 31st of August, 2023. We will be back tomorrow morning with the Friday edition of Fear and Greed Business News. I'm Michael Thompson. Enjoy your evening.